welcome back to the Skintel Podcast, where it's a bit cheerier this week. It is six times more cheerier than the previous episode. Well, uh, well, uh, six, I suppose seven, because you know, we didn't actually concede. Aye, well, if you want to look at it that way. Yeah. Um, fairly straightforward game. Kind of typical of the games we play against UCD, isn't it? Well, that's it. Um, what more can you expect? I think everyone expected a dominant performance and, and that's what we got. I don't know what it is about these games and the the, the games within the last sort of cycle we put on uh, towards the end of the season but getting closer and closer to every game I get a wee bit more jittery. What, like we're going to fuck up? Yeah. felt like that the... Was it the first time we played them this season was... When did we play them down there? Wasn't the first time this season? No. We was played, it? I think we beat them 5-0. No, we, I don't know. Aye. No, we, we played them down there. We played them down there, then we played them up here, then uh, played them down there. And then, yeah. So, aye. The first time we played them down there, I think we came off the back of like a, a one against Rovers or something like that. So, I think you might be right on I that. I felt like it might have been a, a Derry City thing to do to... Go on one in Tala and then well, lose, <laughs> lose in the bowl. It is the, the usual Derry City way, unfortunately. Um, but I, we've, um, I don't know, have we put ourselves still in contention with the title if shit hits a fan uh, in Tala? Well, I mean, Friday passed, if that was anything to go by. They, held, they played well, right up until about the 65th minute. And Rovers had a man sent off, and I believe there was a couple of dubious, possibly decisions in there. Who had a man sent off? Rovers oh, Graham Burke. Yeah, Graham Burke had sent off. Yeah. Aye, that's right. Uh, but the real talking point for me on Friday night was how th- th- that crowd from Donegal went one the line to carry for a few minutes. Aye, maybe I'm expecting because they had a, obviously a massive victory. I'm expecting a new T-shirt. Oh yeah, of course. But, but uh, they can keep the same logo. Uh, no yeah, one, no was, one there. was there. We yeah. don't care. Yeah, because uh, quite clearly, no nobody gives a shit uh, in Bally Buffet. The attendances have dropped severely this season, and it's probably just because they're not getting their cup final that they all get dressed up in their brown boots and slicked back water uh, water finish. Water look, wet look. Wet look. That's, uh, that's the one you got there. For. You got there. I, I don't know the product because I never use it. Uh, wet look hair gel, their fake Subaru jackets. Uh, sometimes maybe even the double denim. Or maybe even a brown loafer. Their crumbly and houses. Not a fucking tooth in their head. Uh, Brigade. Uh. Yeah, they only turn up for the big games against the, the big well, team from the big city. We're not here to talk about Kerry. No, we're not. We're not. Some other shite hole. Um, we're here to discuss... All things Derry City, so we'll cover the game, there's probably not much to say on the game, bar no, the fact that yeah. there's six goals and another Puskas Award uh, contender in there, but we'll also cover then a few things uh, going on. There was a wee bit of good news came out of the, the club there, was it say yesterday, Wednesday? There's also a, a downside not on the stand, but, but there's a downside on yeah. Derry City Football Club, but there always is with me, so... I look forward. Yeah, I look forward to, to hearing what you have to say this week. We'll um, get to that. Anyway, Mark, have you got the team that played against UCD there, please? I've got the team that played against UCD now. 
I've got so used to reading because I just take the graphic that the club put up on Twitter. I've got so used to reading that and knowing players' yeah. positions based off of that. I this, know the man you can blame for that, by the way. Th- this week they've gone for the FIFA ratings, which I think is is good. I can see what they're doing. Uh, they're reaching out to the younger fan base, aren't they? Aye, but we're all all our players are bronze. Right. Because it goes bronze, silver, gold when yeah, you're playing yeah. the game. Um, all our players are bronze, so it looks a bit shite. Just, um, just a smidgen. Couldn't wait in the ball gold for for a change, like. But now they've actually stuck to the actual you know, ratings. Keelan, sort it out some. If if you're if you're playing someone on FIFA online yeah. and this team pops up and all you see is bronze, you're thinking happy days. Rub your hands, you're in for one now. Uh, so, I'll give you the team. I'll try work out where they played and uh, we'll go from there. Um, I, I imagine they played on the plastic pitch. They played on that dump. Uh, um, no, the dump was over by the pump. Hey, Thank you. So Thank you. Super, Brian Maher in goal. Oh, he's gone for it. He's got, you know the season's coming in end whenever Mark says Super, Brian Maher in goal. I've gone early. I've gone early. Now, I can rework out this defensive line. So, McJanet and, and Big Shane McLennie were obviously in the middle. Which was a surprise to me because I thought Shane was suspended. I, d- I didn't get this either. So he got a straight red. A straight red, which I thought was an automatic is only three one, game. Is only one game. But it's only one game because of the foul, possibly. Uh, also, oh, it, it's just for yeah. the foul. I don't, I don't get it. No, neither do I. Just when you think, you know, 30 years down the line, you finally nailed Correct. football. Yeah, no. Um, no, you have Absolutely no not. chance. Um, then ben Doherty obviously playing on the left of those. And... Domingan playing on the right. Yeah. Although O'Reilly was dropping on the times. Yeah. Um, um, I, d- I, I was trying to work out, are we playing like a back three? I Domingan through the middle? Yeah, I reckon it's more down to the, the fact that Domingan hasn't really featured as much this season as we had sort of hoped him to. And I say as, as he hoped to. But um, I don't know, his performances have just been a wee bit... Mm. Well, he's been... Um, He's been out injured for a lot of it then. Midfield trio, Diallo, O'Reilly and Patchen. And two wingers, McMullen on the right, Duffy on the left. And Danny Mullen up yeah. top, leading the line. Speaking of wingers in football, more on that later. I don't get it. The, the lads at FIFA must be on them. The World Cup's going to be across the oh. continent in 2030. Ah, that's, a, that's a load of shite. Jesus. I've given up at on football at that level yeah um, it's about um, fucking ridiculous now at this stage isn't it be, be, before we cross the first 60 seconds off our list yes shy crowd awful absolutely brilliant. where's everyone gone um, I think because they don't see us as in contention for winning the league anymore that they, I don't know maybe they've just dwindled off or something but even at that for a game that's guaranteed goals and a half decent Derry City performance, poor. Ah, there we go. I no, I have to say, um, fairly disappointed in the bandwagon types for not coming out for this one. Ah, uh, no, it's a bit of a weird one. I, I just like there's only four or five games left in the season. How many of those are at home? Yeah, uh, I think we have two games left. Two home games. Yeah. So, uh, so good chance to get out and watch a bit of football. Um, aye, but shite. Yeah, especially considering like all these ones that are, you know, jumping on for 
Rovers tickets and, and you know, big game tickets. Yeah, well, you sold out the week before or two weeks before. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, it's I suppose it's just typical, isn't it? Uh, well, anyway. On to the, the first 60 seconds. First what 60 you make seconds. Of it? Thunderous. We started like a house on fire. We did. We started like a house on fire and it didn't take long for us to find the back of the net. With, within the first five, I think it was. Within the first... Three, was it? I believe so. Uh, um, uh, do you want to take us through the goal itself? I think this was one of the better goals on the night. It was, <laughs> it was a great goal. Um, but before I, I get onto the goal, I would just like to say a massive commiserations to Desi McKellion. You know, Desi does the, the coverage on on foil. Desi was, I don't know if he was off the night or whatever, but he was <coughs> sat in front of me. Uh, in the Mark Farren stand and had Derry um, plus one or minus one sorry Derry minus one at right. half time oh in the first half in the first half yeah well absolute sector uh, well we, we'll get that so the, the goal itself yeah bit of work from Doherty breaking away uh, manages to scuff it on the Duffy's path and he takes it on down the left yes it was a very good work uh, by Mickey on the left he was great all night um, as per usual on the left even though they were throwing men on top of him which is the sort of bog standard he's always up against at least yeah, two it's, it's a bog standard defence now against Mickey Duffy in the league um, I've noticed that everybody's at it but I mean what can you do and he, he puts a pinpoint cross in and Danny Mullen beautiful. comes across it volley beautiful great that's goal. Is that his first goal with his feet? Good question. Outside of the penalties? Not sure. Could be. Could, Could be. be. Could be. Uh, but yeah, great work from Danny to make that run. Um, and to go exactly where the ball was going. Mickey Duffy, you don't even need to talk about him. Like, he's... he's what a guy. Aye. Great, great asset. Um, yeah. I think he needs more toasts about him. Good goal. Uh yeah, absolutely. Plenty of toasts coming, hopefully. Um, but then the early goal against UCD is is, is absolute it, it, key. It is, it is, and it's this season anyway. It's been sort of a given. I don't. I think it's something that we work on, you know. Possibly, possibly, but I, I mean, if you're working on an early goal, it should be for every game and not just. Against UCD because that would be I mean, so, some games you don't want to open up and show them your sort of your, your war chest. Ah, uh, you, you show them what way you're going to attack them so early on. Yeah, um, some teams that like UCD are playing for the nil nil from the kickoff. So, but it, it got frustrating in the first half. Then after the goal, it got frustrating. Just tied um, off massively. Tied off. UCD actually had a couple of chances. Yeah, I think. Maybe one on target. I know they had two shots um, in the whole game, but both of them came in the first half. Our match was that boring. I took to watching the game in Tala. Right, that was you got down there quick. I'd, I'd well, may have been watching it on a, a mobile cellular type device. What was that on RT or or the other one, Virgin? can't remember i'm not gonna lady mark um but it was broadcast live and i may or may not have watched it through a third party device type 
thingamajig. Um, Illegally. I am not saying that, no. Well, it's true, but I'm not saying it. Um, that seemed like a, just as per first half as ours anyway, but... Um, Brock. But like, I, I don't know what it is. Like, every game across the league was crap. There were no goals early on, I don't Not think. Not apart think from ours, like, but goals were few and far between. That was sort of expected, wasn't it? I think the, the, the closest we came in the first half to get in the second was there was a chance that Duffy had a header at. from like If I remember rightly, he was at the front post. He headed it. It must have been out with Mullen, uh, Mac Mullen. And Mac he, Mullen, he yeah. pings in from the right. One week we'll get that all right. Uh, he pings in from the right. Duffy's obviously come in from the left end of the box. But I... Yeah, just I mean, there's really nothing you can say about that first half. No, there was a lot of here, there, and everywhere shots, um, and a lot of them were nowhere near the net. I mean, we had all of the ball. Yeah, we dominated the ball, and I think when we got in at half time, Higgins probably, I wouldn't say like he tore them to shreds or anything, but he probably had a few stern fired, words. Yeah, like, he, I think he fired them up for the he, second he, half. Um, you're dominating and, and not yeah, putting them to bed and that's what we've fucking done too much this they season they definitely had a chance or two in that first half as uh, well. they had um, I think as a Sean Brennan the wee lad I think he fired one over and then they had one that just it went way to the post yeah. I don't know if he had to save it or not but yeah. I know they had they got forward a couple of times but that was it aye there's no real god love them there's no real attacking threat there is there no, they'll go back down now to first division, and I can't even see them doing anything down there next year because it's going to be given the current pool of players that they have, probably not. No, but there's all these lads that are just you know started I not, going to UCD within the last month, so they might not, have new talent there. Not the even the players, the the teams that are around them down there. So like, nah, they're all awful. Like, there's going to be someone still down there, big like. A Cork or a Waterford, um, Galway's obviously coming up, mm-hmm. and then like Cove's doing good things in the first division. Yeah, Athlone's flying in the first division. I don't want to rule Sligo out of that relegation race just yet either. Do you think? I think it's a given the Cork's down. It, well, possibly. I don't see. Uh, they might they're not be down. They're yeah, in they're, the, they're they're in the playoff as it stands. Like, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, second half is where everything happened it is yeah and it just like one goal then another then it was like that when we go two nil up i think we were within the first 60 seconds of the second half yeah um when mcmullen sort of tussled for the ball just within the ucd box it rolled outside of the box and well William touched it William. And, and it went Somehow it managed to go both top bag and lob the keeper at the same time. Now, I don't want you going down the Harry Potter route again. Right. Because that was criminally disturbing. Because magic. Actually, he we, is magic. We Ron makes an appearance oh, and so he does with a header. He, I, I, like one of the smallest players on the pitch. But again, he's good. He's wearing like um, one of those wee pointy hats. Oh, the sorting hat. Nod, nods to them. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I you well, know Patrick, more about it than I do. Hi, because of nieces and nephews no, are obsessed with Harry Potter. Like I'm, I'm not a 33 year old man. The, Mark, come on, the fuck. The reason we are having a laugh and a joke about Harry Potter is because of the poem that I'll read out shortly. Oh yeah, 
<laughs> that's the real thing that I'm looking forward to this week in this episode. Not the fact that we're talking about Derry City winning. So what we going to say without dragging us down the Harry without Potter. Without dragging us down the Harry Will Patchen has an absolute wand of a right foot. Like that man can put a ball anywhere on it. He he's very good, isn't he? Like oh, so good. And and the dog didn't even want them. Aye, but they're idiots. Look at the state of them this yeah. season. It's um, great to see. Another thing that's absolutely fantastic to see. One thing I would say about Patchen's goal is probably worth the overinflated ticket prices alone. Yeah. Just to just to get yeah. in and see that. When you're, um, when you're getting quality like that, it's it's well worth the admission fee. Floodgates opened. Next well, goal truly. was the old reliable. Haven't seen it much this season. McJanet from a corner. McJanet from a corner. Although there was a wee question mark over it and a question right. mark over all our corners. Every cor- I, I read this down game. because yeah. UCD were calling for offside every so single corner. I had this... Me, Keith and Jan all sat together, as you well know. Um, me and Keith were like, that's, that's fucking offside. I, I'm not... I'm not 100% certain on who was initially taking the corner. Was it Ben or was it Riley? Ben Ben takes the corner. Patchen. Patchen. Patchen puts Patchen his foot on it. touches it. Yes. So I think that's where the, the So that, that's where the technicality in. is, yes. Because the ball's not being played forward. It's not moving. But, he's stopping it. But Ben's coming back from an offside position regardless. But the... So this is, again... Yeah. It sounds like we don't know anything about football. Yes. I, I mean, it does every week. Well. But it particularly does this week because we don't know any of the rules anymore. Um, so I think to be offside, yeah. the ball has to be played forward, forward and yes. you're in an offside position. So it doesn't matter where Ben Doherty is if the ball's not played forward. Yes. But it is my understanding, and it has been from that rule came in, coming back from an offside position, that doesn't matter if the ball's played forward or not. If you're coming back from behind the defender and the ball is for you, it's offside. I don't think. No, I don't think that's right. Uh, not anymore. No, uh, but again. But I, I think who like, knows what the, the 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 rule is now. Maybe next week you'll be able to. Or you have to take corners hopping on one foot. Who uh, knows? But say for example, right, Ben Doherty plays the ball to Patchen. Yeah. So he's playing it mm-hmm. backwards first of all to Patchen. Patchen. But you can't be offside from a a dead like, ball. No, anyway. you can't. But. Patron continues it backwards, so he just like rolls his foot over the top of it, so it goes behind him, mm-hmm. and Ben Doherty comes round him and hits it. That's not going to be offside. No. So what? Um, but what, the, what we're doing is yeah. What we're doing is um, Doherty's playing the ball to Patch, and Patch is just putting his foot on the ball and yes, stopping, and stopping the ball from yeah. So it's not going in any direction. True, true. And so Ben yeah. Doherty's running on and hitting it. All the same. It was very confusing for us as well as UCD. But UCD called offside every single, every single corner. corner. Yeah, and they did not learn at all from no, no. the, the, the McJanet header. Like, they didn't. And then there was a question of whether the ball was over the line or not. McJanet's was in no problem. Whose was it that was, there was a question? Maybe Brando's? Uh, Duffy scored from a corner not long after. Duffy. Well, it was Mickey Duffy. It was a wee yeah. while after. There was a question whether the ball was over the line nicely and then offside or a foul or whatever. I don't know. But thankfully, there's no VAR in the league. So we weren't pulling a Spurs-Liverpool. Um, but I... Uh, Cameron McJanet... It was a Derry City staple for a while. 
McJanna from a corner and McJanna from a corner. When was his last one? Because he scored recently, didn't he? He scored in a TV game. Was it Rovers? Yeah. Uh, and he chinned Danny Mullen. That's right. And that yeah. was from a corner as well. That was from a corner. So, so we're back. We're, essentially, we're, we're back, baby. I mean, back in the league of Cameron McJanna scoring from corners. We must be. Um, the that was our third. Fourth goal was yeah. cross in from the right-hand side. Mac Mullen um, headed back across by Duffy. When we're 3-0 up and where Duffy gets he's a tight angle, you might forgive him for trying to put it in yeah. into the goal, but he doesn't. He heads it back across and we, we calve. <sighs> gets on the end of it with a header. Yeah, uh, we run. Uh, yeah. We run. Uh. Um unexpected method for goal yes unexpected score not so much no has he, he loves sco- a goal against UCD has he scored a header for us before I think so Why I, do I feel like he has against Rovers those no I wasn't I wasn't a header actually no I was Danny Lafferty's I was Danny Lafferty's uh, he has scored a header for us before and I remember ridiculing the fact that he's one of the smallest men on the pitch um, I mean no well, UCD's Sean Brennan must be the smallest player in the Premier Division he is tiny. Yeah. Um. It wasn't long again before our next goal. Uh, and this at, one at this was. Stage I was sort of like, right, this is this is getting more now. But I did realise in the end up goal why. difference. Yes. Yes. yes so. Yes, yes. But we we knew that beforehand. Yes, but I was still kind of wondering, like, he's bringing on strikers. He had we we had both. Uh, of our two main strikers on the field we had two up top which is a cry from the stands that does my fucking head on I think it was three three at one stage I think we were playing four well we always play three because of the two wingers yeah yeah, but but I I think they were three forward and side forwards instead of wingers or whatever that Uh, old uh, old uh, positioning well 5-0 came from a corner again and this time it was Duffy yeah, it was on the answer. end of it. Yeah, um, and then UCD's night just—I mean, they're already five down. Didn't see it. But which one? There was two within five minutes. They got two yellow cards. The second one. I didn't see the second one. I, I second I, one I think is on the highlights. I briefly looked down at my phone, looked up to see this young fella going buck mad at the the referee and the fourth official, and was like, "What? Is that you, a sub?" Uh, you, I had a Chris Kamara moment. He only come on, yeah, around the fifty fifth, fifty sixth minute. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and then he gets two yellow cards in the space of five minutes, not from coming on between each other. Did he come on for Brandy Barr? Might have done. He was off because he was booked. Yeah, might have done. Jack Heaney or Jack Heaney? Sorry, we H. Yeah, it, it's the same. It sounded K. like the the same. Anyway. Yeah. But I so he he gets sent off like I don't think the referee needs to get a red card out when the team's five nil down. But within five minutes. But if it was nil nil, you know we we'd be shouting for it. So finishing up the night, then we had um, as you alluded to, we had Jamie on the pitch. Yes, we did, and he done something that isn't typical of Jamie McGonagall's season. No, well he. He done something that's typical of Jamie McGonagall, but just not that he, he hasn't done enough this season. Yeah. 
he gets fed a good ball in behind the defence by wee Cav. The thing I always think about Jamie is he he's, he plays too wide to be a lone striker. He and does, he is, yeah. he's wide of the goal when yeah. he collects the ball, but he cuts it back on his right foot very well, fires it past the keeper, great finish. There's a, an equally frustrating, I don't know you're going to get on to me here, equally frustrating Premier League player does the exact same thing. And people are frustrated with them. Saudi I can league. see in your face. Right Saudi away. league. Uh, may as well be with your beloved Newcastle. I'm just saying. Um, Marcus Rashford's the exact same. He doesn't know if he's a forward or a winger or an inside left or right or. Uh, but anyway. Or a labour politician. Yes. He. Um, speaking of them, Shardacons. Anyway. He plays on predominantly... <laughs> we get on the politicians. They're coming up. Don't litter, worry. Litter. Yeah, absolutely. Labour ones and all. Uh, cutting on from the left or right and um, shooting. It's the only thing that he really does and he doesn't score enough. Jamie, on the other hand, is a centre forward. This other lad, Margaret Trashford, doesn't know what he's at. Is Jamie he not is a centre forward? Well, I don't know. I don't so, know anymore, Mark. I, 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 my whole entire thesis of what Jamie McGonagall is, is, is it's just up in the air. I suppose uh, we're, we're at the end of the game, so it's a good time to talk about whilst we're on Jamie McGonagall, our strikers next season. Like, Is Jamie going to stay? Is no. Keane Kavanagh going to stay? No. Danny Mullen, you would expect he stays when he just got on the door. Yeah. Um, Plus the fact that he's, he's kind of scoring semi-regularly now. Do we have another striker? I don't think so. Colin Whelan. Oh, of course. So, say Kane Kavanagh and, and Jamie does go. Yeah. I, th- I think they're going at all, to be honest. Then we, we have to bring two in, realistically, to replace them. I, I would like to have well, I, I four strikers at the club at any one time. Obviously, logistical nightmare if you have to play all four at some stage yeah. throughout the season, rotationally. Speaking of Ginger Wizards... Uh, there's a there's a fella whose contract is up in the air Gaffney. Uh, from a certain Dublin club, yeah. Although I think it's all but confirmed that he's going to Galway already. Going home to Galway by but by all accounts, really. Yeah, I would like a wee coup in there, just so he can just be like, you up here. Well, he's out of contract then the season. I think we're within, well, within six months of his contract ending now. You I would imagine it'll run to the end of December at the very latest. I think there is... In fact, I know currently there is a massive, massive shitstorm happening down below. In Tala? In Tala. There is a massive shitstorm happening. Stephen Bradley's coming out against fucking board members. Is uncertain of his future, which means he gone. Uh, Gaffney's away. There's Jack Burns away. You know, they're, they're lads that are... Their contracts are up at the end of the season. Aye, but and I don't they've think... They've showed no inclination I, I of, of renewal. I think he's playing it very smart, Bradley. Because I, 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 I honestly don't, because he's he's really going after Dermot Desmond he's, uh, in his cryptic comments. But I don't think they're that cryptic. He said the words like, um, "It's hard to, it's hard to win when people." Yes, it's it's don't want cri- you to wonder people are conspiring against you. Do you wonder words I'm, lose effect? I'm saying it's cryptic because he hasn't actually named anybody. No, but I, you know I, what I mean? think what he's doing is like. He's uncertain of whether he's going to be there beyond the season. There's no doubt that he would get a renewal. Oh, right? 100%. There can be no doubt about that. Absolutely. So he's putting pressure on for him to get his contract sorted, but also some for, of the players. Some of the players, yeah. Now, 
Jack Byrne is going to go anyway. I think that was clear whenever the he, he MLS move yeah. came out, yeah. come come about, and Rovers stood in his way for that. So I think it became clear that Jack Byrne is going to hang around beyond this season. Listen, Roy Gaffney's 33, 34, 33, 33 yeah. Uh, so. He's going back to Galway. Apparently, he's never out of Galway anyway. He only goes to Dublin to play and train. He's he's, so, he's out of Galway. Well, he was last night out of Galway. Uh, he was at uh, he was Celtic elsewhere. Park. Yeah, he was he was he at was Rovers. Chatted up by fucking city fans. He was, at, he was at Rovers uh, A team, which possibly could be contract negotiations with Dermot Desmond. He's got a couple of free tickets in the boot. But that's the thing. He's he's always going to go to Galway. It just so happens that they're two sort of big recognizable names. That, that seemed like halfway through the season would be leaving at the end of the season anyway, but yeah. I think Bradley's kind of using them, kind of hunting at them to to put pressure on the board to, to get his contract up and get everyone else's contract yeah. sorted and the budget put in place because he was told there's going to be a budget. There's no budget now until the end of the season. But which, which also is a big sort of sign that something's not right there because they were... Bu- they were banking on getting European money, but big European money, and and you can't do that. I remember Cork done that. They were banking on winning the the league and the cup. They sustained themselves, and they won fucking nothing. Well, they can't be that. And now you look at the void of money. I would love to see it happen because they got Gavin Bazunu money. They, they they've been in Europe for the past four years in a row. They had Gavin Bazunu money. What did they spend though? Fucking stupid shit like Richie Toyle and fucking Jack. Burton. I don't think so. I don't think so. And oh, then 100%. they've got this. Plus the fact that these lads that are investing want money back out of the club. They, they've got this multi-millionaire backer as well. I don't think they're they're in any disarray financially. I think they're trying to be coy about how the budget. Yeah. And they're waiting to find out if it's going to be Champions League they're budgeting with money or or Europa League if you know. Possibly, or they, they could just be playing a whole fugaz. Bugazzi and uh, leading us down a, a path and everybody thinks oh ha ha Rovers are fucked but in reality they're very not I don't think they will be I, d- I think they're safe as houses but well, we, I we mean, were talking about strikers are, the, are they safe as the houses in the, in, in the north or are they safe as houses in the, across, yeah, across the border there you um, know what I mean? I'm just saying I'm just saying we, we were talking about strikers went to Gaffney ended up talking about Rovers what, what other strikers so we've got Danny Mullen Colin Whelan and potentially Gaffney because he's a free agent so he can speak yeah. to anyone. Well, the Ronan fella that plays in the band, his nephew. Ah, uh, Keaton? Yes, a lot of people speaking highly of him. Mm, I don't know. If he, His recent form is really good. If you look at his season as a whole, if you look at all of his seasons as a whole, like in the first division, he's, he, he didn't hit 20 goals, I don't think. No. Uh, this year... What is he? Maybe twelve if he's lucky. Possibly. Um. And previous years he struggled at the likes, albeit he was younger. He struggled at the likes of Harps and Saigo. Now, can see through it. He's he could go back up north because he seems to be from somewhere around that Saigo area. I think, but yeah. I'm, I'm not sure exactly. Where. I I can see him going closer to home, considering everything that's happened this year. Anyway, I I can see him signing with Saigo. They'll get a bit of money kicked back from. Uh, Max Mata. No, the keeper, McNicholas, is it? Or oh, yeah, yeah, Luke, Luke McNicholas. Aye, they'll get a bit of money kicked back from Wrexham if they sign on permanent, so... Um, is he only on loan? Aye, so the... the Christ, I thought he was a permanent team. Supposedly, or apparently, a bit of a loophole. Right, Where okay. he went on loan now, 
because then they don't have to pay the development fee when they do sign them. Ah, yes, okay, so they're being sneaky, sneaky. So um, Sligo I thought it was just because Sligo wanted on the Disney Plus thing. Maybe, maybe. I, uh, is that still going this season? don't know. Uh, well, I believe so, and a certain dairy man, who we'll, we'll, we'll mention later in the podcast, has been uh, involved very much on that. Has it, was he, uh, is there a document, is he on the documentary? Oh, well, he plays for them now, like, so yeah. I but that I thought it was just last season they filmed. Oh, continuing it on. Is it like a yeah. weekly thing? Yeah, it's like I haven't the, seen any the same one that Spurs done Newcastle, Arsenal, all them gobshites. But is today. it is it not these two? I uh, it's it's owners uh, the two Yanks are they not just like? Oh no no no! Hang on, well, only one of them Yank was the Canadian. Yes, well they are same thing. Um, is it not these two? Ah, uh, here, that's like calling us Brits. Mm, they do. Uh, well, they do, aye. They call us European. Oh, so well, I fucking read off, aye. Two um, yanks. Aye, is it not just them two sort of discussing their bits? Or do they get into the dressing room? Oh, no, room? they get into the dressing room. They go to the fans. They go to the team, you know. Um, I'm not saying... Th- this is, this is why everybody seems to be falling in love with Wrexham before James have kind of moved. I personally How wasn't convinced. fall in love with Wrexham? Yeah, I personally wasn't convinced. I only started half following them when famous YouTuber and former international uh, and Premier League goalkeeper Ben Foster uh, signed him. And now he's gone again, isn't he? he is, yeah. Has he, he retired, retired now? He has retired. He came out of retirement they signed for Wrexham while they were in the National League and then he came on the League 2 and he can't cope with it anymore so now he's retired. What can cope with it? Like the pressure, the fitness? I think it's just the, the fact that he's getting on in age anyway um, and he doesn't feel like he can perform to the, the highest standard of League 2. I've only seen, so don't want to talk about Ben Foster for too long, but I've only seen some clips from his podcast, video podcast, some, whatever I, he does. Yeah, like his vodcast. Vlog and vodcast, yeah. Vodcast. Uh, yeah. Um, his, his his platforms are actually very good. Aye. And it gives you an insight to what, like, behind the scenes of professional I've, football. I've well, seen well, some where they talk about his contracts that he had at, like, West Brom and that. 40 grand fucking for every disgusting, point. isn't it? That Absolutely madness. disgusting. Like, appearance fees on top of... 40 grand for every point. Inflated wages and... Above 40 points. But you have to play at least 70 minutes in every game. So he was on a pig's back there. Like it's, uh, Nobody uh, subs a keeper. Absolutely disgusting. Was there one that they had an extra year in it and nobody picked up on it? So yeah. he signed it. Absolutely but even disgusting like, stuff. That's that's the greed of clubs whenever they get to the Premier League and they don't think about shit. We could go down again. It's because they get a big partnership payment, right? We've, anyway, we've discussed yeah, back to let's, 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 yeah, let's, um, let's go back to the good stuff. I move, moving on from strikers. Uh, the good news that come out this week is that the new stand has been green lit. Oh, I thought you were moving back to midfield and then defence and then no, that's... no, don't worry, our midfield's grand. Um, uh, the the new stand has been greenlit for or the planning process the planning, has been yeah, passed. Yes, um, it was plan or the approval was confirmed yesterday because we kind of we half knew already that it was happening in a way, didn't we? Well, I d- don't know if this gets us into legal trouble, but if you're to believe rumours, you would believe that. It was already pre-approved, and it just needed the the sort of stamp on it. It, um, it did, yeah. Now, what does that mean? What, so, <laughs> wh- where are we at? 
when does the building start? Well, <laughs> if it's in the control of our beloved chairman and leader, Philip, then after the last home game of the season, which I believe is the last game of the season, diggers come in. Which as is we're like, as, as we're, we're walking out, yeah, they're just coming in. Yeah, the diggers are coming uh, in. Also, the Monday after the game, um, like the work is should be starting, but like Die Hard Three. Yeah. That scene when they're coming in, they rob the bank and everyone's just walking out past them and there's all these fucking two-ton yeah. trucks coming in. Huh. Hey, we work fast after a bomb. Uh, if only they're on that here. Anyway, um, I posted it on Facebook earlier on the, this afternoon, Thursday afternoon, and Adrian made a very, very valid good point, which she normally usually does because he's a very highly intelligent man. Uh, in terms of the new stand, the thing I'm keen to understand is that the club has been granted plan of permission but has no legal standing or right to appoint a contractor to carry out work unless a significant deal has been done with the council. I'd therefore like to know, in really simple terms, who is actually going to procure the carrying out of these works and on what basis. Put another way, has the club procured plan of permission for a new stand with a view to bullying the council in the building? If so, I bloody love it. <laughs> Funny enough, right, okay, so there's a couple of schools of thought here. Now, I'm going off on a bit of a tangent, but oh. it's a relevant tangent, right? So, in 2024, which is next year, yep, there is allegedly, I don't think, I think it's true, a new UEFA directive where they're trying to pull away from those artificial plastic playing surfaces. Right. So, it's been rumoured, strongly rumoured around the town. I don't know rumours around this town get you in, in trouble um, and they're absolute bullshit a la Will Patchen and Evan <laughs> the rumour was that if Philip puts up the money to do the stand then the council put up the money to fix the pitch or to return the pitch to grass so who however Given the fact that the, our council are, are phenomenally awkward, I dare say that they're not going to change that pitch, which leaves us in a bit of trouble. Means we have to play any European matches away from home. Now nobody wants that. No, not if we're increasing our capacity. No, the club doesn't want it. Um, it would work in the opposite favour of the council trying to showcase Derry as a city. And it would work, obviously, against the favour of the fans who, like, I travelled in Italy, you travelled in Italy. It was shit. It was shit. Because it's supposed to be a home game. Yeah. And it's not at home. But like, we, we had enough of that in the 70s. So this idea, this idea that there's, you know, we put up the money for A and you put up the money for B. Yeah. So that's that. I that doesn't work. No, it <laughs> it most definitely doesn't. It makes sense because you 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 run two projects at the same time. Yeah, you need someone to come in rip up the pitch. You need someone to come in rip up behind the net to do the stands. Mm -hmm. It makes sense to combine both of those and do it all at once. Yeah. Um, but Which. I don't know. Is it just going to be like stick a stand and we keep this? plastic shit and then we don't play when, when they're outlawed games. next year then we'll deal with it then 
I think it's already outlawed. It's just they're giving you time to put. I guess they're probably going to have to put some sort of funding up from UEFA. Maybe that's what they're holding out for. Like if UEFA well, are putting a blanket ban down on right, you can't have plastic pitches anymore. It has to be. It's not going to be full grass. No, they require maybe like these hybrid ones, but they they still cost money to replace. So yeah. they would have to, and every single club and every single league can technically qualify for Europe. Mm-hmm. So they would all surely have to change them. Yeah, so that, that would be the way of it. Well, you would imagine anyway. Um, unless there's like a nearby facility where they can play. Let's say like uh, I don't know some team in Wales. That had a plastic pitch could either play at Wrexham or Cardiff. Right, but no, cause nobody wants Europe. to do that. Like them saying, "Oh, we can play in Windsor or Tala." Yeah, aye, but imagine like it's, it's only a couple of miles away, not the however many we had to travel down the Tala. Anyway, look, what would be ideal is that if the council were to relent and just hand the title deeds over to us, hand the what? The title deeds over to us, right? Which isn't going to happen because no. But at the same time, they could not give a shit about us. Do we even want the brandy well? Ideally, no. You would rather have somewhere like out in Templemore Sports Complex or Fort George or something. That would be ideal. I just think seeing, reading through some of the documents and seeing the concerns raised around, you know, the general infrastructure around the Brandywell Stadium. Yeah. I don't think you can go much bigger than what it already is. Maybe finishing the Mark Farn stand. Finishing the Mark Farn and possibly putting a similar type of stand behind the net at the showgrounds end like a temporary not temporary but one of those sort of terracing thingamajigs aye but the, the 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 same issues will arise then is there enough parking uh, what about the water well, wastage there's, there's, there's not enough parking anyway. well, no there isn't um, but th- this is what I'm saying like do we want the brand do we want to be owners no. of the brand is the reason we're doing this stand and not taking or trying to take over the Mark Farn stand stuff is the reason we're doing this stand well, because it's a less, not less permanent, yeah. but it's a less cost in the long run. If, I bel- if for example, we yeah. move. I believe there's a legality issue about us taking over the Farn stand. Aye, because them fuckers in Stormont yes. are the ones that are supposed to be funding it. And it's probably the planning's probably all approved based on the funding coming from that source. And then if you change funding source, do you have to go through a whole planning yeah. process again and all that sort of shit? So why? Which no, I just that really isn't well. worth your while. Um, the, the long answer and the short answer really, Adrian, is we don't know. No, no idea. We don't know. Um, all we do know For a second there, I forgot that we were answering Adrian's question. So when you <laughs> said Adrian, I was like uh, looking behind me almost, you know, as yeah, he stood yeah, here yeah. behind well, us. Well, I mean, the last bomb's anything to go by, possibly. Uh, <laughs> um... We forgot to do it. Oh, we'll go back the to predictions. predictions. We'll go back to predictions. Don't worry. Oh no, this is an extra special prediction, so we're coming back to it. Don't worry. Right. We'll, we'll um, do it after this because I, I will forget again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, to answer the question, no, we don't really know. But what we have been told as a Skintel podcast, uh, no matter what the crack is, this is happening. I'll be there, no matter what. Um, Kylian Mbappe. Um, all right then uh no like this is 100 percent happening was essentially the message we got via twitter so i've Sorry, heard via x i've heard from secondhand sources so i didn't actually hear this myself but from secondhand sources that um 
work is expected to begin on November, as you said. Yeah. But it's not expected to end or be complete until May or June, which takes us beyond the start of the season. Yeah, so the season usually starts in February. I think, yeah, you get away with March most You would get them so. away with March and midway through April, but May, no. But again, at a certain point, it would be relatively safe, the same way they have the, the new stand down in that dump in Dublin. The way they have it, like, boxed off and nobody can gain access to it unless they're working on it. It would be something similar to that, I would imagine, so we can actually play games at home. Uh, while this this building process continues, right? Yeah, so I I it just concerns me then in terms of like how do they work ticket sales out? Because w- when this new stand opens, yeah, I think I don't know about you. I'll probably go to that new stand because I like Stanton. Yeah, on, on a bit of a terrace anyway. Yeah, I'm I'm not a hundred percent certain on where I'll be going. I would imagine I'll spend a couple of games on there, but. I reckon I'll keep my season ticket on the, the uh, far side simply that, because I, I like the the view of where I am of being able to watch the game and see where that, and who's moving where and so on and so forth and tactically how we're playing. That's the thing. Like it's um, it's a case then of you know does it, everyone buys their normal season tickets at the start of the season because there is no stand technically it's under construction but then it opens in the middle of May or June. Yeah. Do they sell more yeah. tickets? Plus the fact we need to remember too that we're operating on a, a smaller capacity until that is because no off because a. blocks A and B are both uh. gone. And then you have I think from block K backwards will be where the opposition fans are, are due to be. So th- th- that's kept. I that's Yeah. It's it doesn't sound great. No, it doesn't. But and and I want it to be great because having this stand yeah. that you know is probably thirty years overdue, um, is great is going to be great. Yeah, but the logistics of it doesn't. It's hard to work within. Um, I yeah. can imagine reducing the capacity of the Brandywell. Like, it, there's already not enough to go around. No, there's not enough. Um, it, it it's it's a very head frying situation and it's a very dairy thing, isn't it? But I can't help but think, if this was happening in Belfast, with Belfast City Council, then it would be done already. Well, the the work would already have begun and it would be completed in December, never mind before the season starts I in February. try not, so, you know me, I love the conspiracy theory. Love it. Well, I mean, I try not to get drawn into them. Personally, we, we are currently recording from your residence oh. uh, rather than the rocking chair, and I can see just in the corner you've got your sage, uh, your tinfoil hat, uh, just in the box, uh, uh, labeled Mark's conspiracy theory. Just things. chucked them there from last week's recording yeah. when we were cursed, but oh no, we're still cursed. Um, I love a conspiracy theory, but I like watching them from the outside. I don't like to be in one. Yeah, I don't want to be in a cult, you know. Um, <laughs> should have thought of that before you went to the Brandywell well there you are um, I was also christened as well so that's another cult to me yeah, um, I think we're, we're both in similar cults here Mark but cult by the way not aye. another word that also has C-U-N-T in it um, aye so the conspiracy of the whole Belfast thing I don't I don't know I don't agree with because Casement Park isn't done 
no it's not but Casement Park has like a different thing like to go off on a tangent again I my family live in the, the immediate area around Casement Park so literally the street behind and one street behind that Casement Street not quite <laughs> not quite um, but for years there was a residence action committee oh, there's always a residence action committee not in the brand what brand. is it with the fucking but in, with in, the north of this country yeah Garvahi Road uh, residence action committee or down residence Re- action yeah. anyway residence against residence action committees is going to be one next um, but they, they, in all honesty they were in the right I don't know I'm coming from a place of uh, bias. bias because they're my family but at the same time at that time, I was a member of a political party that were pushing hard for it. So I was caught between a rock and a hard place, and I was kind of looking down the middle and saying, in terms of honesty, and some lying politicians, in this case, one of them was from the SDLP, which we'll talk a wee bit more about in a minute. Uh, we tiptoe around that one. Yeah, we, we will. Might not that be one. that person that it's, we're it's speaking not. about in a minute. Right, it's not. Okay. Uh, it's the fellow with a letter in the middle of his name. Um, and the thing in the middle of his beard. No, that's oh, another fella. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. One of my neighbours up in Strathfoyle. Um He... There, the, I can't remember the exact thing, but there was some sort of thing about uh, like emergency services or emergency exits. Uh, like, if the people had to like, leave the ground in a, an emergency type scenario, God forbid. Evacuate. Evacuate. The word that's the word I was looking for. And I was really dancing around it in my brain and it just wasn't coming. Like leave in an emergency situation. Yes. If only they could shorten this down a wee bit. <laughs> Evacuation. I haven't heard it in quite a long time. I mean, when was the last bomb? You know what I mean? Um, I'll tell you off air. <laughs> <laughs> Not even joking. <laughs> Fantastic. If they were to evacuate, or in need of evacuation in a, a hurry, the facilities that would be in place weren't good enough right so health so and safety standpoint so that's my health and safety standpoint yeah that's why and then the residents actually when they were like well look you aren't putting on fucking gareth brooks seven nights a week a la crook park come on the fuck i i can't take anyone serious when they call themselves a residents action committee but plus the fact that the parking at outside casement park is somehow worse than the parking outside the brandywell right I've experienced the first hand. No, but they actually have the police closing fine, off streets. We agree, disagree then on the Belfast conspiracy. I I would say that if this was happening in Belfast and it had the full support of the Brandywell doesn't have the full support of the community, but it's one or two residents objecting, and and to be quite honest, they're irrelevant. Um, if Kingswood yeah, Park had, everybody's if Park had the same support, no, they're not. Everybody's relevant. Everybody. They're, sorry. You're right, they, they but live, their complaint is not they, relevant. Aye, they live next door to it, so they have probably more of a say than what we do in terms of what's happening around them. That's fine. What like I'm, what I'm, yeah, you can disagree with things, and they yeah. can still happen. Um, it's, it's not that they're not relevant. It's their complaint isn't relevant. It's it's absolute bollocks. Anyway, if Casement Park had the same support from the residents as the Brandywell does, the vast majority of the Brandywell does, it'll be done tomorrow. Right. That's fine, but I still don't think there's a a bias towards Belfast. I don't. I, I, no, I don't think it's a think bias. There's a com- conspiracy oh, no, towards de- Belfast, but there, there definitely is. Uh, nothing is still in the west of Ireland. But what I'm saying is, their council 
moves a hell of a lot quicker than ours does and their contractors move a hell of a lot quicker than ours do in fact we had to look to kind of Tyrone to get a, a contractor in to See, do this the Mark Farren stand this is something I always wonder about these big projects is it jobs for the boys apparently not no so they're not going here I have a few muckers who you know yeah he worked for a, a firm and La- last week they were legal and tax consultants but if you stick a hard hat and a few you know shiny jackets on them they can be fucking construction people this week for our tender process yeah well apparently that's 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 not how it happens uh but then again the mark farnstein was a, a storm directive not a a council one wasn't it and Stormont doesn't even exist anymore exactly and speaking of Stormont because I want to go back to those predictions before I completely forget about them but speaking of Stormont and Redners and he's not even from Stormont by the way no he, he he's in he's in MLA he's elected isn't he you sure MP oh so he's in fucking yes the mainland as he yes. probably calls it so uh, just to put some more details on it then I'd right you took over the. I took over the Twitter the, as the Twitter as, as usual. I mean, I don't have any f- access to it, so you're always taking the, over it. They start a fight as usual. Um, so a certain MP for Foil, take from that what you will, has a big patch in his beard, but of a dick. Uh, I couldn't remember his name. Call him Eastwood. Call him Eastwood. Yeah. Call him. So it was Call him Eastwood. Uh, put up a or whoever runs his social media account, right? I didn't read the entire thing. I just looked at the picture and thought, "You is there absolute words that I haven't seen any words." The Ryan McBride Randywell Stadium has played host to great teams from around the world, had many big European nights, and is packed for every home match Derry City play. There has been a real need to expand the stadium for some time, and I welcome today's recommendation for plan and approval and new sta- for the new stand and facilities at the Brandy. That's I didn't click on see more because by that stage, by the first paragraph, I'd had enough. Right. He's not a regular attender unless he's getting free sandwiches. Well, I don't know that. I, I've never... I maybe have seen him once in the brand new world, but, but the there's real people that go to the brand new every week and I don't see ever, so... Yeah, the, the real, real redner of the whole thing is... Do you remember when we were with Adidas? Aye. And we used the graphic where it was like three stripes? Aye. A la the one I'm just showing you here? Yep. Right? So obviously we're with O'Neill's now. He's taking that old graphic or whoever he's, he's, he's working on social media. He's taking that old graphic, scrubbed out everything around it or possibly created it themselves in line with the one we used to use. Ryan McBride, Bradywell Stadium development, redevelopment, sorry, approved, right, is the text on it mm-hmm. with a big stupid looking picture of him. Aye, so it looks like the he's, he's the one so that got try- it approved. Yes. He's trying to make it look is like... Is it still there? Oh, it's, it's still online. Is it? Yeah, it's still online. Hang on, I'm just going to double check here off this Kintel page. I can't see it on this page unless I'm looking at some other Eastwood. Ah, <laughs> he's Mis- deleted it. Mr. Eastwood from he's St. Del- Joe's. He has deleted it. So, has he, he's deleted it now, obviously, because it was a Redner. I'm, I'm just going to, hang on, I'm going to go on my personal profile here and see if he's put it up on his actual Facebook page. It can't be him. It can't be him that manages that because surely he wouldn't try and make it look like he's done anything. Like, no politician has done anything unless they can provide information of what they actually have done. Yeah. I don't think they've done anything. It, it's now been deleted because that is an absolute well, there you redder. Are. There you go, folks. Skintall took on Colm Eastwood and won. 
Barry Davy took on Colin Meese with one. And I took on Colin Meese with one. I want to say because I don't want people thinking. And by the way, I, I just want to. The text of the tweet I put out here, and this is something that you should all listen to, take note of, and, and make a point. So you're saying your own words is what everyone should listen to? Yes. No. Funny enough. Speaking of Redners, why are politicians claiming credit for something Philip Woodardy and our club have done? If you think shite like this will score you votes, you're sadly mistaken. We haven't forget, forgotten. It's a political mess holding up the next phase of the Mark Farron stand. Oh. And please, get in contact with your MLAs, your MPs, your councillors, whoever it is, and remind them of that fact. There's no if point contacting... If you ever see them celebrate anything to do with Derry City Football Club, get on to them about the fact that the Mark Farron stand is not finished because it's being held up by absolute gobshites at Stormont that won't get back to work. Aye, but there's no point contacting your MLAs because they don't work. Um, well, fair enough. I just in case anyone's mistaken and thinks that we're some sort of anti-SDLP party, um, we're also anti-Sinn Féin, DUP, UUP, uh, Alliance. TUV. We are anti-TUV, we're anti-Jimmy Bryson, whoever he is. There's a couple of ones we're forgetting about. Anti any uh, political association to do with the north of this island because they're we're all as bad as each other. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Um, exactly. Uh, so I, that's uh, the longest we, we, word in the English language. I, I, I we, have no idea what it means. We'll go back We'll go back now to predictions because... Yes, they go, they go back to the good stuff, right? So I'm going to get the chaff out of the road. Right. It's not really chaff. We actually really appreciate your predictions every week. But anyway... Not many this week on Facebook. No, not a while lad, not, not, uh, Kind of later on in the evening. Yeah, uh, people stopped looking. People we are getting. fucked off. <laughs> yeah, well, it seems so that way. waiting for the season then. Donzo 88, that's Keith Nakyari. 5-0 O'Reilly, Duffy Patchen times 2 and Diallo. Mm, not, not a million miles away, but no. Tag McCluskey, 4-0, Extra Small Patchen, Mullen and Diallo, New Matt McCallion, 7-0, Derry, Mullen Hattrick, Ben Doherty, McJanet, Duffy and O'Reilly. Well, he got Mullen, McJanet and Duffy. Mm-hmm. We all got on the score sheet, but there was no Hattrick or O'Reilly or Ben. Uh, Mark Haverke, 4-0, Derry City, Will Patchen, Mickey Duffy, Danny Mullen, Ben Doherty. That's probably the closest yet, although he got the score uh. wrong and, and, and Ben. Uh, Jimmy Dunleavy's going to go with Mark here. He, he went with you here. 7-0, Keane Kavanagh, Hattrick, Duffy Double, Patchen and McMullen. 7-0, I think, was 45-1. Uh, 6-0 was 20-something, I think. We have half a winner. Half a winner? Half a winner on the predictions. It's a handle of a mug. I'll come back to it. Dickie Gillespie, 4-0, Patchen, Mullen, McMullen, Duffy. That's actually not a bad shout. But Mullen, McMullen. Yeah. Thank McMullen you didn't score. McMullen didn't score, but Patchen, Mullen and Duffy did. Mm. Uh, Uno Doherty. 1928 responded to your question sticker with 1-0 UCD. <laughs> I mean, that was probably about 4 did he one as well. Uh, I would say it's higher. Uh, Aaron McElhenney, 4-0, no scores. Uh, Shane McCarney, 5-0, Derry. Duffy Patchen, McMullen, O'Reilly and Todd. Didn't even get on the pitch. Big Todd. Gitstagram. A what? Yes. Gitstagram. Git. G-I-T. Stagram. Is that like... Um there's like a Git hub and all that for, like, it's like repositories for code, writing code and sharing no, code like and stuff like that. You're a Git. Right. 
Uh, 4-1 Duffy times 2. Mullen, O'Reilly and Norris for the UCD scum. Yes! Love it. Good man, Instagram. I actually couldn't name you many UCD players, to be fair. No, neither could I, but he called them UCD scum. Uh, people are people are, are coining your phrases now, Mark. It's, we're taking off. Uh, Ryan Coley, uh, no Derry, 4 for Duffy, McMullen, Mullen, C. Kavanagh and Doherty. But the closest... The closest was the birthday boy. Happy 30th birthday, Keith. Anyway. Uh, 6-0 Mullen times 2. So he's wrong there. McMullen, wrong there. O'Reilly, wrong there. Patchen, right there. Uh, Todd, wrong there. Fuck you, CD. A few, a few for Todd to score. Yeah, I suppose it's the, the Sam Todd column wheel and Derby now, isn't it? As I say, um, Facebook wasn't... Um, Facebook didn't get many. And maybe it's because... You know, when you post something on Facebook from a page, it offers you to pay money to boost your post so that more people can see it. And I'm just wondering if if you don't pay the money, mm. like like we never do, Yeah. Um, if you don't pay the money, does it kind of get buried? You know, it, it, mm-hmm. the algorithm goes against you. Yeah. Um, but that's because we live in a very controlled world. We do, um, we do. Thank you, Zuck. So... The few that we got from Facebook, they're actually quite good predictions, to be fair to them. So, first one, Marty Page went 5-0 Derry. <sighs> Duffy, 2, Patchen, Mullen, 2. So, you got three of the oh, goal scorers, but... Uh, not, yeah, not, yeah. Uh, not the whole hog. Yeah. And he also said, nothing to lose from now until the end of the season. Let the handbrake off. Um, Brian Thomas Rainey oh, has no, gone... Yeah. No, no. And now I got worried about him, and the resident poet got worried about him. He, he didn't. No, he didn't. Five did one Derry. Don't believe he. He went patching. Christ on, Almighty. In the spot, McGonigal, Diallo, Doherty, and Duffy. I, d- I mean, he's gone against Derry that many times this yeah. season. I wasn't sure if he could name five Derry players to score. He did predict six goals. Six goals, but uh, wrong yeah. scoreline. Unlucky. Um, Brian, are you feeling okay? Because I mean, that's that's very positive. And then Timothy Meehan was the other one, 6-1. He went patching times three, McMullen two, and Jamie to get one. He's the only person to say Jamie. Timmy seems to be getting a lot of them. He goes close, close, doesn't he? He goes close. I hope he has a few quid on them. And then we get to... Oh, he definitely does. A piece of poetry came in, Baz, and you fired me a message. Give me a heads up about this one. was crippled. Absolutely Cripple laughing reading this, Adrian. I love you so much. That was absolutely fantastic. So I, 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 Adrian actually messaged me on my, my own page uh, um, to be like, "Sorry." No, I, <laughs> you know I feel I mean? honoured. Yeah, he, he was dipping under your psyche there, and um, he was kind of apologetic about it. And I, I instantly had to like jump on and read it, and the oh, Mark. Please take over. Uh, no, I felt honoured to be the subject of a poem in Poetry Corner on the Scandal podcast. Like, th- th- is there a greater honour to bestow upon someone? We're going to have to get an intro for next year. What do you mean an intro? Like a smooth jazz sort of intro. No, because we'll do we'll do the jazz special again that we done. And then it goes this, this year. No, never mind. I know smooth piano and smooth violin and all that. Bizarrely, bizarrely enough title is Mark is a Deviant by Adrian Kerr <laughs> age 42 <clears throat> now <laughs> fuck me 
fuck's sake. Bearing in mind that a chest infection while reading this, Adrian very nearly killed me. Right. So. <laughs> as fetishes go, Mark is not bland. Put simply, it's this. He's a Kavanaugh crew fan. At bedtime, he reads a few pages of books that revolve around teens and wizards and spooks. As his dreams all descend, the subconscious awakes. Thoughts of Derry and Kavanaugh's and Potter conflate. Confusion breaks forth as Mark's dream turns to muck as he realises XL and Weasley soon get together. Dream turns into nightmare. Mark screams in his sleep. XL and Weasley entwined in a heap, writhing and kissing like Hermione and Ron. Oh no, what's this? I think Mark has turned on. His Freudian musings on the pod say a lot. His obsession with Felix and the tash that he's got. Oh. Blips against Rovers and Sligo have led to Mark dreaming of players and Felix in bed. <laughs> but the cavern is spurred on by Mark's weird wee obsession will outplay UCD in defence and possession. They'll get the goals in half one and then do it again after UCD foul and go down to ten men. Derry four, UCD nil, Hermione and Weasley to score two in each. Two each in both halves. UCD to finish with 10 men. That is absolutely outstanding. Um, aye. Oh. Uh, I think me, me wife's actually a big Harry Potter fan, so I'll have to read that to her. And then, <laughs> and then try and explain me way out of it. <coughs> yeah, please do. Please um, yeah. So Explain your way out of it first and then read it. And then explain your way out of it again. Well, there you are. That was UCD, that was the new stand, that was uh, Colm Eastwood trying to claim something that isn't his. And now he's um, deleted it. Now he's deleted it. Uh, backtracking? Uh, yeah. SDLP known for that? I don't know. Well, Don't mean. follow them that closely. What else have we got, Baz? Um, one thing I wanted to bring up. Oh. It's never good when I have to mention it. Uh, the business side of the game. Oh, here we go. I knew there was something coming somewhere. The business we're, side we were of Derry City Football Club. Um, first of all, really interesting article by Gareth McGlynn. Have you been reading his new column? Charlie in the Stands, it's called. Oh, is it of the journal? Uh, one of the Derry... Oh, well, yeah, probably one of the Derry papers, but Charlie in... Charlie from the Stands? Charlie from the Stands, which I think is... Um, Potentially we nod the what goes on in the LOI stands. No comment. Lots and um, lots of Charlie. Wouldn't would um, know, would know a thing you're talking about, Mark. Um, I did not know he had a column, but I would imagine it's like, was it Man's Corner or Eddie's Corner or something? I Man, Man used to do. Yeah. I mean, he, he was a bit mad, I always found. And but the, the Doc's Prescription was another The one. Doc's Prescription, yeah, where this is Charlie from the stands. You know, the only thing higher than... A League of Ireland's team's position in the table is their fans in the yes, stand. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, I won't rehash the full article. I think you should go back and read it. I actually can't remember the title of this one. Uh, what it takes to be in the League of Ireland, something like that. Um, you'll find that he's only done about five or six so far, I think. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, but they're, they're always interesting, and I always read them. Um, but he drew up a wee chart. 
that included. Oh, was that Gareth McGlynn? Right. Okay. Well, I think he drew it up. I don't know. There was no source on it, so you know. I, I did actually see the chart itself. I didn't know it came from Gareth's. Uh, uh, so if you read through it, it, he goes through a lot. Um, few things stood out to me alarmingly much with the charts. Of oh, the, everything. The chart, if you haven't seen it, it included ourselves, Pats, Bows and Rovers, which I think at the time is the top four, might still be the top four. Um, top four full-time professionals, yeah. Aye, good point, actually, I didn't didn't realise that. So, it compares the business structures at each club. Yep. Um, and, uh, being honest, I don't really care about other clubs and how no. they run. No. But if they're doing things right or wrong... There's lessons to be learned there, obviously. Yeah, so, well. so you you do cast an eye. First thing that struck me when I looked at the chart, and I'm just loading it up on my phone. Derry City Football Club, according to this chart, and I don't know how accurate this is. Derry City Football Club have one full time member of staff. Yep, that's true. Which is our general manager, our chief operating officer. No, they're two different in, people. Interchangeable. They're two uh, different people. Titles there, but but it's it's a general manager of full time, and the chief operating officer is part. Is the chief operating officer the commercial manager, the CFO? I'm not a hundred percent certain on that. So there's a fair few part time in there, and then so w- one one full time member of staff. Ridiculous professional football club, absolutely ridiculous. My scandalous, not a professional football club. I don't care what anyone says. The team, the players train full time on full time contracts. Technically, if you're going to tax them or whatever, they're a professional, Mm -hmm. but there's no way Derry City Football Club is a professional football club. No, absolutely not a hope. They haven't got any of the infrastructure that you require to be a professional football club. No, there are certain people that try. Uh, they're not trying hard enough, though. No. So, fair. I don't think it's them not trying hard enough. I think it's everybody, everybody I, else around them. Maybe they don't. They don't have the tools. They don't have the knowledge. They don't have the, the time. time to. Because I would to, imagine to that. The, do more. Yeah, the people that do actually try are also in full time employment. So, trying to balance that. I always think Derry City's very, run very 80s. Like, they've never left the 80s. Um. It's <laughs> like if you gave Mike Bassett a football club. Aye. You would have. You know, you wouldn't be surprised if Derry City accidentally elected two boys onto the board that were called Benson and Hages. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise you. Or, you know, they're walking around Derry looking for these two lads' season tickets. You know, John Benson, Dave Hages. Yeah. Where where are these two? Or possibly at a board meeting. uh, They have a couple of flaming hamburgers while on antidepressants. Aye. Just yeah, start dancing with their underpants on. So they end up on top of the bar, you know. Um, Although I doubt Pelly will walk in because that would be really concerning if he did. Man's dead. Oh, I forgot he died. Uh, yeah. Most people that age now are dead. So. so <laughs> um, All right then. So that that was concerning. One, mem- and then when you dig into the details, uh, can you guess? Whether right, I'll give you three options, a bit like Michael Barrymore's one where he done the spots, right? His top I, I, I genuinely <laughs> wondered where you were going there. It's not a swimming pool game, right? It's the <laughs> other one. Fucking hell, Mark. Um, 
So it's top, middle, or bottom. Top is full time. Yep. Middle is part time. Bottom is none. Yep. Derry City marketing manager. Top, middle, or bottom? Bottom. Bottom, none. You got it right. You get the move. You've probably won like a microwave oven or something. I don't know. You know, Michael Barrymore prizes. Do you get to throw darts for this one? One bully special prize? No. Uh, we could do. We could do. Um, a speedboat. A community officer or is there an FSR, which I think is like football, social responsibility or financial. Something. Social responsibility. You know. UEFA. Community club sort of thing. UEFA directed role, isn't it? Well, most companies have like some sort of yeah, CSR. Yeah, yeah. Like it's I mean, it, it's, it's it, not necessarily a in thing the, that was done on football, but now it is. Aye, in the, in the business world, it's called corporate social responsibility. It means you have to be kind of ethical or appear to be, as a lot of companies do. Um, I'm, you know, con- considerate of the of the economy and and the um, you know the the fucking landscape that you live in and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm torn between bottom and middle. Top, middle, or bottom, then. You have to pick one, I mean, one and three choice. Um, bottom. Bottom, none. You got it right again. Ah, Done. Um, director of Academy, so the future of Derry City's playing uh, abilities. Top, middle, or bottom? Middle. Middle, part-time, spot on. Have you got this open? No, it no. feels like you've got it open. My phone's off to the left, my hands are up. Uh, commercial manager, you know, commercial manager, you want uh, you want <laughs> you, you want to get your sponsorships in order. You want to get that money coming in that you don't need to then yeah. rip your fans off for. I was under the illusion that we don't currently have one. Right, top top middle or bottom? Then what are you going so for? I'm going to go bottom. You've got this one wrong. There's part time <gasps> commercial manager. Oh, do we there? actually employ a commercial manager? Right, okay. Oh, I, I know the commercial manager. Yeah, for fuck's sake. Right. And then um, last yeah. one. No, there's two you'll do. Last two, so chairman, top, Part. middle, or bottom? Middle. middle. Part-time chairman. Only club in the league with part-time chairman. Um, and the merchandise... Man's, man's too busy striking billion-dollar deals. Well, then give it to someone else who can do yeah. it full-time. Um, the middle. merchandise... Middle. You've gone part-time, but it was the wild card option. Volunteers. Neither, I, didn't, I didn't know that that was an top option. Neither top, middle, or bottom. I didn't, didn't realise it was an option right. either until right. I, until after. So so here, hang on, I'm, I'm taking that as a point. The state you of Derry City sister. Football Club, it's ridiculous. in a business you, sense. If you didn't laugh, you'd cry. And we're probably going to cry anyway. Because we're not laughing. If we looked at this chart and Shamrock Rovers had all that, yeah. you'd be going, how the fuck are we behind them in the league? Yeah. So sh- Whereas uh, everybody else is looking at us and saying, how the fuck are they second in the league? And and you know it's just who so haphazard shoved together and hope for the best. You know who the only one out of the four has a full time merchandise team is? Bose. Bose. Why is that? Because they fired a fucking awful looking jersey once a season. Maybe twice. How big does their jerseys go? Dublin bus jersey. Massive. Surprisingly, yes. Right. The one that um, looks like a seat. Not even the what's one. What's that, that band called? Oh the Fontaines. DC. Fontaines. Yeah. Massive. Huge. And then that was being bought all over the world by Fontaine's fans. Uh, and, and then the biggest of all, Des Kelly carpets. No, Bob Marty. Oh, that cool. was being was, traded was for Bitcoin on FIFA. Yeah, it was. And that's not even the actual T-shirt. Yeah. So, uh, but then again, in saying that, that was a limited edition because there was a legal issue. I the year before they tried to bring it out and fucked up, and then had yes. to do it again. Um. So I mean, 
the value of having a full-time merchandise manager seems to be you know uh, evident like the bohemians. Enough, yeah. um so i just but one thing they don't have that we will never have they don't have that we will never have or, or they, they do, do have, have that we will never have sorry potent residence potent residence and also uh skin tell have one Derek said they don't have one they've got they're the only team with a climate justice officer climate job what the fuck is climate justice well are you going to go out and shout at fucking smoke clouds or what you could probably bunch that in with the social responsibility one but no it's it's like um I suppose it's probably more adequate to... Is it one of these lunatics that sit in front of cars with a fucking orange t-shirt just on? Just a boy? Yeah. No. It's close enough. You know, like, um, Manchester United don't need to fly to London because there's good rail infrastructure yeah, that they yeah. can jump on and be there, I mean, by the time... Five hours less than uh, the time they need to be, yeah. Uh, or five hours more than the time they need to be. Five hours London to Manchester. No, but, but the trains are absolutely ridiculous. Um, aye, but they'll be kind of operating... Oh, they'll be on a private, um, but so I pri- private th- th- carriage and things like that, like your climate just yeah. justice officer, like do Derry City need to charter flights places when they could get on a commercial flight that's going there anyway, and then save the planet a wee bit? Do Derry City need to do this certain bus trip to training, or ask all the players to drive there individually, which is more harmful? Things surely, like that. Uh, surely the bus trip would be less harmful. Um, but anyway. How how do we get fans to stop driving to the Brandywell and actually get them to either walk or you know, climb <laughs> the just officer social responsibility? Uh, that, that th- one's those sorts of things. That one's definitely on there. So East Rivand, because the infrastructure just isn't there for us. Oh, I mean, I mean for is there a bus that takes you to the Brandywell Stadium from anywhere in the town? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, the so is the Loomer Road bus every Friday night. Is oh, no, there a bus Chantalo to the Brandywell Stadium? Nope. Craig into the Brandywell mm, Stadium. Nope. Um, I'm, I'm going to answer I'm all of these. Uh, I'm, I'm going to answer all of these with one word. No. Uh, so there you are. So people have no choice but to drive on. So I, I just wanted to to bring that up. But then I'm also wondering the people that are working. At the club, is this all a case? one of them? Well, this is what I'm saying. Is this a case? And the end is, but I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Why we only have one full time member of staff and the rest are part time volunteers or none? Is it a case where they're going through the book somewhere else? They're employed by a different company, so they're not going through the books on Derry City as full time. Gonna answer that with the same one about bosses. No, no, definitely not. Positive, hundred percent. Yeah, because it's just the kind of thing that our club would end up no. doing. I mean, we weren't the only ones, but we were caught with the double contracts. Yeah, no, we learned from that, and we're not doing that. Right, but no, uh, no, we we have one full time member of staff, which is absolutely criminal. It's mental, absolutely mental. Um, it 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 should be criminal. So I, uh, that is the that, only thing yeah. that I wanted to bring up. That pretty much wraps us up for this week. And we got a wee um, game out of it in the ring, top yeah. one or the bottom. I strike it lucky, strike it lucky. Maybe very more strike it lucky. Um, anyway, I want to apologise for the audio issues earlier on in this episode. Uh, we realised that partway through recording, and was there a bit of crackling? It. There was a bit of crackling. Yes. Did you leave that in? I well, I had no choice. It was either leave it on or re-record the entire. Right. Fair enough segment anyway 
Um, I'd like to apologise for that, and we will be back with a full review of the Dracula Yeah, yeah, that's on tomorrow. Tomorrow. Give us your uh, give us your prediction for that before we. Oh, I forgot. We're forgetting all about these prediction things. I will say a very cagey two 0 to Derry City. Ooh, a cagey two 0 When a are we getting the second? What? When are we scoring the first and then the second? Oh, the first and the second. Uh, first will be UCD esque. Straight away, five minutes. Early, early goal. Uh, second will be relatively late on, say seventy five plus. Right. And I reckon it's going to be. Unconventional, Diallo. Right, right. Only um, scores in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, he is over the border, so it is Europe. Uh, Diallo and I want to say Danny Mullen, but what I really want to do is is fire Paul McMullen in there to get his his first there as any goal, which would be just amazing. I can't picture Paul McMullen scoring. Okay. Right, because. He's so good at running, at at creating. Yeah, that I can't imagine. Like, how does he? Does he just head off him? Like, you know, head off knows? It he might create one for himself. For some reason, I just can't imagine because his runs. Like, I, he could play it through to Danny, who's in an offside position, then doesn't stop, and you know, he stops and t- doesn't touch it, and ball, he runs on. And he just sort of runs on, but and it, thinks it. When he goes on a run, he runs at a player, but he's often, you know. Yeah, going going on the right or left and and pinging it into someone or pulling it back to the ball. I just can't see him scoring a goal. But I mean that's okay because he's unbelievable. Yeah, all um, he needs to do is visualize that he's putting one into the box and winging on the top. Be the ball, be the ball. Uh, it's all in the hips. Two 0 Diallo, Diallo and, McMullen. and McMullen. Looking at the previous three, we beat them three 0 up here. Last we time out, yeah, um, quite we lost quite handily. Yeah, we, we beat them one nil down there. Remember, yeah, Brian did, Maher yeah. pulled off that unbelievable save, and then those cameras appeared out of nowhere, yeah. and we had a, a few weeks where we thought we were in. We're like, um, things. I, th- I think it was the same episode, to be honest. But yeah, uh, um, and then they beat us over the worst Easter ever. Easter ever, yeah, that, that uh, kicked off our worst Easter ever. Uh, that was Arnold Hunter's last game in charge of us. It was indeed, and he sent off one of their men quite early as well, and they still beat us one 0 And he sent um, off their manager too, who appeared at the top Kev of the Mar- yeah at the top of the Marfarn stand. So, with that in mind, I am going to go two one. <sighs> Only because we never do well down Drogheda. We never no, do well. No, but I, I would like. It's always s- tough. I would like us to break a hoodoo uh, this time out. Um, obviously, there's an international break. After this game, is there? Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Which is why we were sort of wondering why Rovers aren't playing until the. Hey, Rovers have a massive gap now until their next game, and then they yeah. have to play two games in three days or something. Like that. Which mm. is good for us, but oh, it no. just doesn't how, make sense. How awful for them! Um, Who actually, scores? no. Who no, scores? I'm changing it to three-one Derry because Dundalk beat them three-one, and we're better than Dundalk. So. Yeah. Uh. We'll give Adam Foley a goal for Drogheda because he loves scoring against Derry when there's no one in the stadium. Yeah. Um, and then for us... Oh, was that who that was? For us, I'm going to go... I don't know his name. He's not really, really relevant to me. I'm going to go really unconventional. Oh, okay. Danny Mullen, hat-trick. <sighs> Danny Mullen, perfect hat-trick. Oh. 
right left header. Uh, oh, interesting, interesting, interesting. Uh, so I keep your eye out for predictions um, later on this afternoon because if you're listening to this in the morning when it's out, uh, it's almost morning uh, now for fuck's sake. We're finishing up. Yeah, uh, they'll be out there tomorrow. Uh, this episode will go out match day. If you're traveling down, let us know that you're traveling down in your prediction as well. Uh, we will be back with a full review of the Drahada game and uh, maybe some interesting musings and, and happenings from around the league and around Derry City. Calling out politicians again. Yeah, well, if it needs to be done, speak this skin talk. See you after. Cheers. Mm-hmm.